I can hear you. Okay, sweet. We can all hear John. I just kind of eat the microphone. <laughs> Dan, are we going to start today's show? Yeah. Today we're doing a Barely Safe Work podcast with a new guest. Yes. With John. Yeah. How do you pronounce your last name? How do you actually pronounce it? How do you, how do you pronounce Sheeman. it? Sheeman. Okay, Sheeman. Okay, good. Sheeman. That's what I've been saying, but I was worried that I was bad at it. No, no, you had it right. Most people have it wrong. Oh. Most people are like, Shyman? You're like, no, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> it's when I hear the name pronounced properly, I'm usually in trouble. Why? Oh, because somebody knows you well. No, they know my father usually. Oh, so it's like, oh, you. Know, oh no. You know the family somehow. So. Don't tell my dad. Great. Well, it's typically in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in university, I did a music 100 class. So it's introduction to music. Okay. All right. And my teacher's like, okay, she's going through the class roster, and she's like, Jonathan Sheeman. I'm like, oh no. Oh. oh no. And she's like, your father taught me. Oh, I'm screwed. <laughs> oh no, awesome, dad's awesome. teacher, huh? Uh, he he taught for a little bit. He, okay. he probably stays. He's in the Epithen Symphony, mm-hmm. and he has his own chamber orchestra, the Alberta Baroque Ensemble. Oh wow! Uh, once upon a time, he taught at the U of A for a little while, and he taught at the Alberta uh, Conservatory. Oh he taught, wow! Like, ear training. That's, That's awesome, really dude. cool, man. Yeah, I had no idea. Oh, yeah, okay. Apparently, neither did No Feel Monster over here. No. And I had, no, I had no idea about that. Oh, yeah, <laughs> That's I'm pretty deep, cool, man. I'm deep but you've, in music. Yeah, you've got a huge oh, wow. history. That is really cool, man. Yeah. I got weirdly into Broke a few years ago. Not a few years ago, like 15 years ago oh, when yeah. Vitamin Broke came out with all those albums. Okay. They had like uh, they did Led Zeppelin and all that kind of shit. Led Zeppelin oh, was phenomenal. Like, like it was all Baroque versions it was of classic rock It all Baroque versions, instrumental of classic rock. And they had like Tupac and whatnot, but all that kind of sucked. But yeah. man, Zeppelin apparently is made for Broke. Yeah. yeah, I can see it translating uh, yeah. pretty well. I can see it translating really well. They were like super thing. classical, those guys, too, right? Oh, like, they had a real weird feel about tra- them. They were super trained. I mean, Jimmy yeah. Page was, you know, incredibly trained behind it all. And mm-hmm. them back then were super trained behind it. So it wouldn't surprise me at all that he had some sort of Baroque influence. Into and then it would translate. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, Baroque translates, I think, well into rock and whatnot because it's. It, Baroque itself is a grandiose style of classical music. It's supposed yeah. to be very over the top because it's sacred music and it was yeah. for the the, uh, the king's courts and things the like elite. that. The elite. Very good. <laughs> the rich elite. elite. It's, I mean, yeah, when you really start listening to it, you realize that it does sound very, like, pompy and hmm. frou-frou. Like, the sound of Baroque is different to regular classical music. Yeah. Because it really, look at us. Yeah. We're wealthy and we're yeah. going to show you we're wealthy. Yeah. We're purple. And well, these like, and musicians the are commoners and they we, we employ them to yeah. serve us. Well, that's exactly the, the, the irony behind it. Yeah. Is the musicians and the composers were typically, like, piss broke. Yeah, yeah. You know, they were they musicians, were, man. They were employed by the, the king's court or the church, but you're working off of... And you're, well, you're given, and, like, you're given a house to live in and stuff while you're doing stuff. And as soon as you aren't doing anything for them anymore... Well, wow. hit the road, of, asshole. Yeah. Not only that, you had a huge family. Like, J.S. Yeah. Bach had 22 children. What? <laughs> oh my God! Wow, yeah. that's just because they didn't have birth control, man. There's a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of that too. For they're sure. they're broke and bored, oh, yeah. and there's no there's rock, no condoms. Rock, rock stars, man. Yeah, yeah. And there's opium they, everywhere. Yeah, I guess. I assume. Really. I assume. Well, I would imagine there's gonna be a drug of the day, right? Like, yeah. I mean, every every era kind of has a drug of the day. So they must have had something. I'll look into it. Yeah, I gotta look into that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, hey, Dad, by the way, what was the drug of the day for the Baroque? Yeah, it was opium, yeah. a pretty heavy, popular thing back then. It was a big deal. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if it was uh, a big deal. Why? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just trying to get into, get to know your music better. He gets more matter-of-fact about it, but though he's like, actually, you're right, but why do you ask? <laughs> well, what are you wondering about? Yeah. Trying to, like, uh, zone into your Baroque side yeah, there? To <laughs> go find the drug of the day and yeah. maybe uh, figure out some shit? Start going through his desk. Okay, what's he got going on today? Yeah. What's, what's like, what's this is a neat-looking pipe. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> you can imagine what the competitiveness would have been back then too. oh yeah like, oh everyone writing and composing guy, the next guy coming up and you're like well it's the old you know the amadeus you know story you know about mozart mm-hmm. how much of that is accurate you i don't know but i'm pretty sure this, i bet you it was probably pretty close to it on the yeah competitiveness of you know it's not like a supporting music scene like oh, no I'll man it's... i was like no you're about to take my job yeah it's all. totally it's probably right? so cutthroat and and when it shouldn't have been but they they did it to them right they're like well we're gonna make them Compete or compete for the the spot, right? So the it really spot. was like Tom Hulse versus F. Murray Abraham. Like, yeah, it, was it was it actually was it actually that? <laughs> yeah, Why not? Because I, I mean, the movie I haven't seen it in a long time, but I remember it felt like that. It really felt like hmm. Tom Hulse was like a a, a weirdo. Yeah. I'm a Deus. I'm all friggin' loopy and shit. And I'm farting on piano keys, and, and F. Murray Abraham was like, I friggin' hate that guy yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really should go back and watch that. That's man. I probably seen it once in my entire life, and mm-hmm. I was probably too young to watch it. I was like, well, I don't know. I should probably learn about this. <laughs> I should figure this seen out. The movie I saw it in the Citadel. Oh, really? Yeah, really? That's the nice. Performance version of it. Oh, that's cool. It was actually relatively really neat. The Citadel was a great. I mean, it still is. It's a cool theater. Yeah. yeah. I always enjoy going to the Citadel. Well, I miss. I miss uh, like 
Uh, well, they they had Dead Fest there and all that before. Metro, the Metro yeah, was there, right? Yeah. I loved going there because it was just a good environment, and yeah, to go see all those movies in that same same place, like, yeah, or the Citadel to watch a bunch of crappy horror movies or like messed up gore type shit. Is oh, really they neat. diversified now. I mean, like, was it they just had a whole round of burlesque at the Citadel? Oh wow! Oh, like they're using that stage still? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, the Citadel. Uh, I don't know if it was that stage or the the Citadel proper, but they were actually doing a bunch of like burlesque shows in there. Nice. I guess you got to do something with the space. Or I would, man. I mean, was it the burlesque fest just happened? It was at the old Tyrell Museum. Hold on. Museum. We have a burlesque yeah. fest? Yeah, we do. That's cool. I actually wow. think I heard about that, but I have no reason idea. thought it was some other city. Like, I heard, I saw people that were going to it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I follow a couple of people on Instagram. There's one, uh, the, the chick that always does these private shows. It's called, like, Violet Croquette. She's oh, always she, yeah. hosting stuff and doing, like, secret shows, which is kind of neat. But mm-hmm. she's the one that's always advertising these bigger events, right? Oh, wow. Well, especially, like, a lot of them. Like, I know a bunch on, like, Instagram, too, but yeah. like, in Calgary. And there's only, like, two in the Edmonton. It's a lot bigger in Calgary, person. you're saying? Like, the, the, the draw I, or whatever? Or just I know more in Calgary oh, for maybe. a strange reason. <laughs> Calgary's, Calgary's very supportive of its scene compared to Edmonton. Like, oh, I yeah. everyone, like if you have a, something that you're a part of, you got to work, like, a lot harder to Here. get people to show up, right? Yeah. Have you played a concert in Calgary recently? Not in a while. <laughs> no, wait. Are you mean like like metal? Is is yeah. metal not supportive? Well, yeah, but Metal Fest had they a are, fairly. And they are, it's funny, Calgary. If you're a death metal band in Calgary, I don't know what it is. You don't f- stick as well. And I'm sorry for anyone in Calgary listening, but it doesn't stick as well in Calgary. Really? But if you're like a folk metal band, or if you're a black metal band, you just oh, explode. In because Calgary. because you're, it's it's that's pretty obscure. So it, I feel like that's what I'm saying is they support the scene. They look at what's probably the most obscure, and then they give the most support to it in a way, right? Hmm. Like death metal, I feel like it, even though it is fairly obscure in metal, it's it's not, you know. I think it's also just your your demographic. Yeah, if Edmonton is is you, you you throw a stick and you hit five death metal bands right now. <laughs> oh man, totally. You know, there's I mean, a lot of saturation. Yeah, you know, that's something you were saying too. It's like there's a lot of saturation, but not as much support outside yeah. inside the community. Yeah. That's that's rough, man. Well, there's, anyway, a, there's, there's small circles. Like he would know. Actually, John, I would say John knows a lot more lately. He's he's been fairly relevant compared to us yeah. in the last year. <laughs> we should mention. Sure. That, uh, oh, dude, you've <laughs> been on. playing a lot more and sounded more involved in booking shows. John is from yeah. with Malice. Yeah, with Malice. Okay, cool. What's we your, should mention that the yeah, band I, is with Malice, and you have a handle for with Malice. Are you on the, the, uh, the your Instagram well, handles the, and your own the Instagram, oh, the social media? own because the band is calling it quits. Yeah, oh. this is actually their last show. Yeah, our yeah. anniversary show became our farewell show. All in one bundle. Oh now. wow, just in one shot. Yeah, it wasn't much. a negative thing though. I thought it's like you guys all have projects you're starting now too, right? Uh, well, I was sort of starting one because with Malice was slowing down a yeah. lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, and then and Jesse's Jesse's still in Display, Display of Decay. Decay yeah. yeah, he's still doing that. Poor Ryan has nothing. Oh, uh, post. And then and then the drummer is is kaput. Eh? Uh, I don't know what he's up to. I know he's been talking with another couple of guys just to sort of jam, but it, it, a lot of it came down to like it was just different directions we were yeah. kind of going. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so now the project that I was doing on the side is now becoming my number one project. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a doom metal. Yeah, Evan- oh no, that's Evan's the- first. Not, like, I don't know first doom metal band, but doom metal. Yeah. Okay, now ed- educate me here. Yeah. See, I, even I don't know the specifics. Yeah, not here. being a like doom metal guy, yeah. I'm totally lost. Uh, that slow, sludgy. Yeah. Uh, slower, sludgy. Like the bands, I, I mean, the band lists that you can say can go on forever. And mm-hmm. Some of it touches on stoner rock. Okay. Uh, it's it's almost like I think uh, if you have like each riff has probably a lot more repetitions and it's dragged out longer. And okay. There's probably. When you say sludgier, it's more like downtuned, I guess, or I don't know how to really. So a little bit more. We get called sludgy sometimes. Yeah, and like, you guys, you guys got, are considered like yeah, like a, a sludge band. Yeah. So repetition faster. over melody then. No, yeah. well, I don't know because sometimes it depends, right? Because yeah, you're band- using a really melodic riff, but you're gonna play yeah. it thirty. Oh, you're gonna play it thirty times. Right? Okay, I get you. Yeah, doom yeah. metal is weird. It's 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 its own subgenre, but even within itself. It branches off really funny because you can have some bands like Cathedral and Candlemass, which is like the, your, your English style of, of mm-hmm. doom metal. Even early Black Sabbath can be considered doom. Doom metal. Yeah. Places, oh, wow. Like Electric Funeral is very doom sounding. Okay, yeah. I hear you. Um, but you'll have other bands that are like shoegaze or droning. Yeah. But then but then there's shoegazer where there's like emo shoegazer where like uh, Death Cab for Cutie could be a shoegazer band, right? But not metal type shoegazing. Mm-hmm. But then there's, yeah, like in your when you're trying to say shoegazer, it's a different, it's a metal type of shoegazer. 
Stargazer. Yeah. yeah. And then you would even have, like, the funeral guys, which is yeah. funeral doom, like Ahab and Shape of Despair and Skepticism. They're all very bleak. Doom, yeah. obviously. <laughs> right? They're all, yeah, I mean, it's going, like, doom metal, funeral doomy. metal, doom, shoegaze. Doom. We're all pretty, we're pretty bleak. Pretty doomy. Well, and it's, it, yeah, it very much touches on, it, I guess doom maybe touches on the concept of what you're working within more so right. than anything else. It's mm-hmm. more dark. Yeah, more. what you're writing about is definitely related to that. Or, yeah, you know, and I mean that's kind of a, like your a lot of your guys' themes. I found like I wouldn't say like Thulu related, but how you guys have the whole like 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 the album was the release of the Kraken thing, right? Yeah, it kind of like Cthulhu and and Lovecraft have those elements to write about like in a Doom style way. I guess one funny thing though with, with Malice is we used the uh, the Cthulhu. Uh, logo for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was Hail Kraken. We only have two songs that have monsters in them. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everything and nothing else has monsters in it. Yeah. Only two songs. Hey, whatever, man. You mark it, it, it's whatever works for your marketing. Yeah. Stuck really well. I, yeah. It, it was. It was a total. I wouldn't say it's a total marketing trick. I love monsters and things yeah. like that. And I thought, okay, if I'm going to write death metal, I'm going to make it I'm less serial killer, more monsters. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, I find that, that, uh, the serial killer thing is really cliched. Like it's, it's like, that's, that's metal, you know, like guys don't really branch out too far. Like, well, it's right about murder and and death and yeah. Like slasher. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's so overplayed. And like, it's good if you're good at it, whatever, but it's, it's hard to like, I don't know. It's really hard for me to justify that when you know that that's just the template that everyone just jumps to. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I mean, being so heavily influenced by, you know, sci-fi and fantasy yeah. and comic books, it's like, well, I'm going to take... That's your world, yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm taking yeah, it dude. from what I yeah. know, so I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to go watch Pacific Rim and go, I have, like, five new songs. Yeah, man. Right out of this. You yeah. Know, it's Which is easy. a fucking awesome But why not? Movie, I mean, like... <laughs> You know, well, yeah, I mean, it's, oh, man, I have a love-hate for Pacific Dude, You know, awesome. I, I love it, and I hate that. it. It's awesome. No, I, no. If I can sit back and say I like robot jocks, then I can, which is still terrible. <laughs> robot jocks is good. Look, look, man, it's great, and it sucks at you, the same time. They were sitting around, probably high on coke, watching robot jocks by accident. Yeah. Because they've been up for two days, and they're like, man, let's just make new robot jocks. You know what we should make? No, I, I bet they didn't even think about robot jocks. They said, you know what we should do? It's a movie of giant robots and there's guys in them. Yeah. I mean, like the movie we're watching right now, Guillermo? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's cool. What I understood, the, the Pacific Rim came about because he didn't get to do his Mountain of Madness movie. His what? It, Mountain of yeah. Madness. It collapsed halfway through. What's like that? He was, it was uh, HP Lovecraft. Lovecraft? Oh, and yeah. So, so Pacific Rim is the end result of that? Well, he kept the monsters. It's, it's like the oh. middle. It's the middle result. But yeah. see, to me, yeah. I see when I see those things, and they call them kaiju, I think of freaking Godzilla and like oh, yeah, they're taking the anime and Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it really was like a live action animation yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it was Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. It's this Power way. Rangers meets uh, Neon Genesis. Yeah, yeah. By the way, did you meet Austin St. John this past week? No, dude. Uh, I okay. I think, yeah, that's another thing. You, what, what days fail. did you guys go? We went all three days. Awesome. Oh yeah, you guys go all weekend. Oh, my wife's a cosplayer. Yeah, that's I true. Have no choice. <laughs> see, I, can okay. you see the nice hump I developed as her pack me over the weekend? Oh, awesome. <laughs> you just had all her gear. Yeah, she was dressed up like all her costumes. Well, she she, she did uh, what the f- the star? I always forget this. The, the the evil Star Wars girl from the new movie, Captain Phasma. Thank you. Phasma. I always forget. Oh, the was new. she Phasma this yeah. week? Yeah. This year? Yeah, and then and then the brave girl. Yeah, she did Merida. The the the, the ginger. Yeah, well, I saw the Phasma online. Like, cause yeah. we uh we accidentally connected with the expo doing our our own weird cosplay stuff. Oh, dude. yeah. Well, we went. So they got back to us. Him and him and Luke went as the the Pulp Fiction the Pulp Fiction meme with Vader and Boba Fett in the suits. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then me and Greg and two of our buddies did Masters of the Universe, but I just I wore a Shira costume. Oh, I saw the I, I saw the picture. I didn't know that was you. Yeah, dude. We didn't cross it, it was incredible. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was a great time. But like, I would rather I would dress up every year just because of how much more fun I had just being dressed up. I yeah, man. I forgot the picture again because my friend at Mars and Venus took your picture. Yes, yes. Yeah, because we I saw her and she was uh, I always I'm terrible with names today from from Venture Brothers Doctor Girlfriend. Yep. Like the she she went as Doctor Girlfriend for yeah. one of the days. Yeah. Okay, but that was when we saw her, and she just snapped a quick photo. Of that's right? nice, so, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's I awesome. Her, man. I follow her too on on Instagram because she's always posting the cosplay stuff she does. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she does a lot. Marie, yeah, she got super into it over the last couple of years. Nice, that's cool, man. She's already building next year's. Marie is. Yep, that's awesome. And I'm pretty sure she's gonna bankrupt me at some <laughs> point. <laughs> no, hey, man, it's, that's it's a, great, that's... man. It's a really cool thing to be a part yeah. of right oh, now. I mean, like fantastic. everybody, yeah, it's it's a neat like everybody's so into it now. Yeah, because before we were like we were we were on the outside. Yeah, like nobody wanted to do it, and even Luke is a little bit apprehensive this year of doing it. I'm yeah. like, man, once you get in there, no one's gonna give a shit about us. No. That was the weird one, not being dressed up this year. I was yeah, like, man, I feel terrible. Like, yeah. 
Like yeah. kind of left out or detached. Yeah, I was, I was laughing. I was like, you know, since I've carried everything, I should have gone as Patsy from uh, Monty Python. Nice. Oh nice. yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, see, that would have been a great idea. The the Darth Vader. Yeah, the Darth Vader Patsy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw that. I'm like, well, can't compete with that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Get the Yoda on his back. Yeah. 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 That was yeah. that one was fantastic. Just one upped his idea. My favorite actually last year was I did um, a WWE referee. Oh yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah, nice. you had the belt with you and everything. Yeah, and I everywhere like you I, would pose with people. Oh, was that the one where you weren't the one who was just dropping a belt and guys would rustle and then you pin? They do a pin. Was that you? No. Okay. No, that would have been awesome though. No, I had actually I would go up to some people, but others would just come running up to me. Like, mm-hmm. There was one guy who was Joffrey last year. He's like, nice. If there's anyone who should be the world champion, it should be Joffrey. I'm like, that's, well, that's you nice. There you go. Challenge. Yeah. So we went around, and then this year I saw a guy dressed up as the Miz. I was like, yeah, tall dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like oh, the yes, we did. You pointed yeah. him out. Who's walking out? Yeah. I'm like, the one year I don't go as a freaking referee, the <laughs> shows yeah. to the expo. That was solid. Yeah. yeah, it was a solid costume, too. Because he didn't really look like the Miz, but he was dressed but well enough to. Yeah, you knew what was going on. Oh, okay. so Miz and Maurice yeah. were walking around. I didn't see the Maurice. She was, yeah, walking around with him. I, I love Maurice. That Miz. She's awful. Hey, he's, oh, yeah. he's, uh, he's into it about as much as you are. I'm sorry. I'm okay. so lost. I haven't seen wrestling in so long, It's a great shirt, so by long, the way. <laughs> oh, okay. I saw the shirt. And I'm like, yes, I hope you talk about wrestling sooner or later. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, good. And it's amazing how many guys in the city and like, in the music scene that are into pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, I almost had a band put together. I think I contacted Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. You I was going like, to be a pro wrestling themed band. That is killer. Do like a couple of shows a year for charity. And yeah, just, yeah like, man. Piss around with it. Everyone, and I contacted a few guys or even put it up on Facebook and the amount of people like, I want in, I want it. Can I dress as Vader? Can I dress as this? I'm like, it's wrestling, man. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Just and do what you got to do. Costume, yeah. 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 Put yeah. on that red mask and the onesie. Yep. And I hope you got a gut because yep. you're Vader. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what's happening. Yeah. And then I know a local promotion too. They're friends of mine, the Prairie Wrestling Alliance. Oh, they're great. Oh, they're that's fan. a really good show. Yeah. And uh, Kurt, I got to become good friends with Kurt, the owner, mm-hmm. and a few of the other production guys. And actually, uh, one of the wrestlers, Frenetico, has been a fan of oh, wow. Dallas for a while. That's cool, man. He started hyping us on Twitter. And he just, that's I awesome, dude. I read into him and he's like, oh, yeah, I listen to your stuff at the gym all the time. Like, thanks. Here's tickets to our farewell show, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Yo, I'm sorry we're breaking out, but oh. at least you got the album. By the way, I'm going to guilt Sam into that because I went and saw him today to buy that flash art he put up. Oh, I don't okay. know if he, uh, he has an Instagram that I didn't even know existed. Now I saw it. I this is the not, not Japanese not tattoo. Yeah. 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 Uh, he just did some uh, like flash art of some bondage and stuff. So I went to get it from him, but I'm totally going to, I'm supposed to see him again next week. I'm going to guilt him into the show because he never, he's never been to ours and he's never been to your guys's. He's, he's never, co- you know, what? he's tattooed both. Like, we have just the same tattoo artist essentially. Like, mm-hmm. more, but uh yeah, I'm going to say it's their last fucking show, man, and we're opening. He, I've given him so many tickets over yeah. the year. You know what? He even missed my wedding. Oh, oh wow. what? Yeah. Rough. He, he even, him and, and Selena RSVP'd, and their table set empty. Like, oh, what? dude. <sighs> Selena was probably, I bet she was pissed. She loves that kind of shit. Like, she's, she's an outgoing person. it was Game person. of Thrones-themed wedding. It was? Oh, yeah, shit, we man. Got, we got married. Marie and I got married at the Celtic Hall. Oh, nice. South Side. Well, we that's killer, man. Yeah, we had the big throne chairs, and then all the tables had Game of Thrones things. Oh, awesome. And it was just, it was a super nerd. Yeah, but super I nerd. just, like, as a nerd, I love that nerd culture and comic culture and just pop culture in general yeah. is becoming the norm. Oh, it's hitting like, the it's surface now, now, man. Yeah. It's finally worked its way through all the crap, and now it's Because, like, man, God, we were just trolls for such a oh, long yeah. time. And <laughs> yeah. now now we're everybody. Yeah. It's just normal now. And we got the worst of the worst back in the day, too. Like, oh, yeah. The comic movies that used to come out. Oh, oh man. Even toys, clothing. Like, you know yeah. how hard it was to find, like, my problem when I was a kid is they were either, there weren't. There, every shirt was made what confused me is comic book shirts were made for adults when I was a kid yeah which is weird yeah. now you can buy them at like fucking Sears yeah like, or Walmart yeah or Walmart anywhere. has up their game man like yeah. you walk into the Walmart to go get like a regular run of the mill shirt yeah. and it's like you're getting some nice quality yeah. shit take your pick of which superhero you want to wear today yeah like I I would go to comic shops and buy shirts that were too big for me because mm-hmm. I just wanted it so bad yeah yeah. Well, we were like, I didn't really have that, that opportunity to get a whole lot of stuff. We were kind of dirt broke back yeah. then. But my, I remember my mom would cut off like the fronts of shirts that wouldn't fit me and put them onto other shirts. Yeah, but that's awesome. Yeah, it wouldn't that's work really out. Cool. Be like, I yeah, actually, why not? I'm not going to lie. I've had my mom do that, did that twice for me, yeah. I remember, because they were just, they were either way too small and I saw it. It was like a $5 shirt. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, I cut this off like it a was patch. Like a, it was like a Dragon Ball Z shirt that was, that had like a, like, it was awesome. And it was like extra small or something. Yeah. I don't know. It didn't fit. And I was like 14, but it, you really wanted it, yeah. So, so you got the front cut, cut off. off and just, yeah. yeah, man. I never had the shirts growing up because I grew up in Sherwood Park and there was no shops for it. Oh yeah, but my parents always found like the bed sheets, things like that. Yeah, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. they were always at the figure of the pulse. Like, the only place I could ever find comics in Sherwood Park growing up was the drugstore. Yeah, your classic like you know oh, the, little the racks, racks, man. Yeah, man. Rack That
Oh yeah, you go know, to the like, drugstore and get what you want. Store, like, oh, they feel you know, parents feel bad for you. Oh, grab a couple comics while yeah. you're here. All right. Now, now I might be a little bit older than you guys, but when I was a kid, you could go to the Value Drug Mart and get the Star Wars toys, and they were like ninety nine cents. Oh, dude, uh, there's dude, that's the thing about small towns is a Value Drug Mart probably still exists in Wayne. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you and get all the you, you get toys. a lot of stuff there. Would be in there, a toy yeah. section in these fucking places. Oh man, like you would get. I I built up a solid collection. I think of all my original Star Wars toys, the old Return of the Jedi toys. Yeah. And from, from the drugstore, the Value Drug Mart. Because no one's going there and picking those up. No, man. Nobody gives a <laughs> shit. Not wait, wait, who's it from Wainwright here? Well, I'm from well, near Wainwright. I'm from a smaller town near Wainwright. Wait, did you say, did you say lower Wainwright? Yeah, no. No. <laughs> I'm from a lower Wainwright. No, no smaller <laughs> town. I've only been, and again, anyone who's listening from Wainwright, I'm sorry. I've been there once ever. Um, Wasn't worth it. No, <laughs> Marie, because she uh, her stepfather was in the military. Oh, so hmm. the training, yeah. She, yeah, she grew oh, up. Oh, that's there, right, yeah. And like you, you mentioned the word to her, the name to her, and you could see the blood boil. You're like, oh no, yeah, oh, no, oops. So Wainwright is a is a red Dude, button. All, all the all the military guys have to go there. Hate going there. Yeah, really, <laughs> the ones I had no like, idea. Oh, it was like training that. a Wainwright for like a month. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's because they're going to be there for a while, and but there's not a whole lot to do, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing there. Yeah, there's, there's nothing there. Nothing. Like when they got a BPs, like a Boston Pizza. Like I don't know how many years ago they got that, but they got it, and it was it's fucking packed every day. Every <laughs> oh wow! Day. Well, that's weird because like I don't know if you guys remember. Well, I mean, you wouldn't. Way back when, we had a guy that used to work with us in one of the casinos here. Oh, okay, and he wanted to fight, and uh, me and old Southside Strangler drove him into Saskatchewan <laughs> to go to a fight in this tiny oh, like little MMA town. Fighting MMA fight, oh, yeah. Okay. No, it wasn't like some guy was kind of like, you get over to oh, Saskatchewan. Dude, I, thought, I, I, thought, I thought maybe you guys had to fuck with a guy and drop him off somewhere. <laughs> no, 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 no. Or the name, like, like the Strangler. I'm thinking pro wrestling. Right Southside Strangler, like, yeah. yeah. Like, All right, well, everybody knows Luke as a Southside Strangler. Yeah, he's our, he's our third on Sundays. Yeah. Okay. And um, that, that's his handle. He, he trains a lot of mixed martial arts and Muay Thai and whatnot. Oh, cool. And I trained kickboxing way back in the day, and we go to Thailand a lot and fight and whatnot. And whatnot, whatnot. Yeah. So I'm saying whatnot a lot. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so we had a fellow who wanted to do a fight. He wanted to have a fight, not do a fight. So we drove him out to Saskatchewan for his first one. And it was weird to go into the BPs because the BPs was thumping. Yeah. I mean, it was just like one of those places you go to where like clearly there is not a lot to do here. No, man. And you guys are all just kicking it in the lounge, aren't you? <laughs> Dude, the Lloyd Minster one. When I was, from when I was a kid mm-hmm. until even now, I went in there probably like a year or two ago when I was in Lloyd Minster. We, we, I stopped in with some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh the Lloydminster one was always where you go to pre-drink and party before you go to the bar that's down the road, <laughs> which is now a strip club. It used to be called The Cooler, and it was a, like a terrible nightclub. Oh, wow. It was great, though, because that was back when you could buy pitchers of alcohol. So you're getting like a pitcher of Ryan Ginger for like nine bucks, and it's six ounces of liquor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like before we had all the Just beer. getting trash yeah, for 15 the, bucks. To this day, that BP's is still slammed, and then people get wasted, and they go there and order food at like 1 a.m. because the kitchen's open until 2. Brutal, Just man. like total like small – I don't know what it's about BP's, man, but small towns, they just love – they love their Boston oh, yeah. pizza. Nothing else going. No, man. Like, man I, nothing had a, <laughs> I had a friend who used to play in a band in Pinocchio. Oh, wow. And I'd pop out there to watch her play in Pinocchio. And yeah, and like the little shit bar that was probably about the same size as this basement yeah. would be packed. Yeah. The one That's... thing I will say though, with the small towns, I don't know how it was for... Probably exactly the same. Was the musicians <laughs> were incredible. Oh. Because hmm. they had nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, I will Just say that... Practice like, and get better, yeah. The musicians that I used to see in Pinocchio, they'd play like the little stampede ground. They'd put on a yeah. show and be like... This, like, psychedelic band and, like, a Rage Against the Machine cover band yeah. and then, like, some wannabe Guns N' Roses band. And they were, like, all these young kids who just shredded. Yeah, they were amazing. Like, <laughs> I'd hide in the back. Oh, I don't play music. Because all their <laughs> all their parents bought them all the gear and they had, and like, I'm not saying in a negative way. It's, like, yeah. overly supportive of their hobby and, like, these kids practice nonstop. And it by the time they're, like, 17, they're insanely incredible. Yeah, like, yeah, it was like full Gibson Les Pauls, yeah. like full Marshall Stacks, and like that's where the Mars Volta was born. Yeah, yeah. in a basement somewhere, just yeah. cranking out killer tunes. Yeah, also high on opium though. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, completely stoned. Yeah. Well, way back born when I high. Got into music in Sherwood Park. Actually, that's a lot of it. Would would uh, grew the Sherwood Park uh, metal scene once upon a time. What? Hmm. Nothing in Sherwood Park. Oh, did yeah. So you just started so, like, jamming. I, yeah, and actually, like when I was in high school, it was we had Pugnacious Extortion, Compromise, Angry yeah. Soul, Timeless. Like we had all these very metalcore, not metal. Is that, that's metalcore, isn't it? Uh, no, or no. I, well, they became metalcore. Like Anchored Soul were like your classic like death thrash. Oh, okay. Like they were a very death thrash. Band. Compromise hmm. was like emo core ish something. They were hardcore. Yeah, they were yeah. original hardcore. Well, there's like a lot like of emo edge, coming out of like straight edge though, hardcore right? kind of thing. Later right? on, it became later on. Like later on, after the the, the the tragic accident, a lot of the Sherwood Park music took a real big left turn. That yeah. it, it was all hardcore. Uh, there was a bit of emo, but it was mostly hardcore metal. What became metalcore? Mm-hmm. That's all. That's almost like the, all the surrounding towns, like St. Albert. A lot of metal or metalcore hardcore bands come out of there. Spruce Grove. It's like they come from all the surrounding outlying areas. Yeah, 
It's, it's weird, but I, I don't... It's, well, when we were at uh, another bar here in town years ago, yeah. a big one that Dan played at, yeah. um, we had enough room and a guy who just brought in all the guys from Sherwood Park in St. Albert. And it seemed like a lot of, yeah, like really like light metal and emo. Like tons that was, oh, was okay. coming in at the time. Huh. Was that like we had no, dude. This is like way back in the day when I was, was like in Furnace. Two thousand to like oh. my two thousand five. Yeah, years, years ago. Like I was like nineteen. I've never seen Infernus back in the day. Yeah, and I actually ran into a guy that didn't even know I was in the. He's like, "You were the drummer in Infernus? I, <laughs> I know all of that. What the? I've been what? Like, <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Well, Chris, the guy in the Beastman costume. Oh, get out! We were we were shooting the shit about bands and stuff because yeah. he's pretty supportive about metal and like just anybody, just local bands. He's yeah. big on it. And it came up that he knew Kevin really well, hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, I remember when Kevin was in Infernus." And then I was like, "Yeah, I was the fucking drummer." In that band. He's like, <laughs> what? What? Just not no clue. And the I only mean, one I ever talked to in that band was the bassist Meg, Melissa, Melissa, yeah, Melissa. Oh, she was really nice. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, she still is. Sweet she's, kid, she's man. Awesome, man. Yeah, really, she's really, really cool. Up, up to her game. Like they tour. Like her uh, fucking Two Bears North is the band. Um, definitely not metal. <laughs> Almost well, uh, Two Bears North does not sound metal. No, yeah. and uh, the funny thing is, I had an epiphany because Greg essentially said, uh, "Ghost" or one of our other guys, he'll be here tonight in mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, he's like, "Man, that's like a unit of measurement, like a weird backwoods <laughs> unit of measurement." Yeah, in my head, yeah, he said Two Bears North. I'm thinking to myself, like on a map, you put two toonies on it. Yeah, and that's Two Bears. Yeah, and then you're north. Yeah, that's where you go. Maybe yeah, that's like a Yukon Northwest Territory right? unit of measurement. Could be. Yeah, and you never know. Where, where, where's the BP? Yeah, how about Two Bears North? Uh, <laughs> so, so basically, I've known that name existed ever since the band's been around, and that's the first Saturday was the first time my brain actually thought of it as a unit of measure. <laughs> as a unit of measure. Because <laughs> Ghost is like, dude, that's just like a, that's a unit of measurement. I'm like, wow, my brain's. Yeah, give me two fingers, uh, two fingers of whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, right? In a glass. Take a scotch, two bears. Yeah, <laughs> two, two bears. Bear, two bears north. Two bears of scotch. Two bears north at the bottom of the glass. <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, I don't know what you're doing here. Two ounces, please. Like you just give up and tell them what you want. Was that weird? I don't know if you remember in Cheers, like years and years ago, when they had the one bartender who sucked, and then Woody was there, and Norm was like, "I want a bruised cucumber in a glass," and Woody's like, "Okay." The other guy's gonna make it, and he's like, "I don't know what the fuck that is." And yeah. Woody just puts a beer, bruises a cucumber, puts it in, and hands it to Norm. Norm's like, "What did you think I wanted?" Yeah, <laughs> I literally what? wanted that. <laughs> I literally want a bruised cucumber in a mug of beer. That's it's like, all right. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. That's awesome. That's odd. So it's a uh, a last show. Before yes, we get too far Malice, off track, yeah. for yeah, sorry, let's get back to the. <laughs> and yeah, that's October eighth. Yeah? Yes, October eighth. Yeah, two two Saturdays because this is the end of the month coming up. This is the first is in two One days. Saturday from well, yeah. it's there's the first day. Yeah, first yeah. Saturday so and the second weekend. Second Saturday. From it's now, in yeah. it's in nine days from now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you. If you well, I mean, it's already on because we probably already posted this. Yeah. So well, we'll try to we'll, make this we'll for be, Sunday. We'll be airing it before the week, essentially the week before. Yeah, yeah. so you can promote. Yeah, we'll the, try and yeah, we'll hype it everywhere. Yeah. On our dying page. Yeah. Our, our oh, two listeners will get a kick out of that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Me and Dan. Yeah. Maybe it'll grow. I mean, Woo. it'll show up. Well, we're not going to stop. I'm surprised at who actually like pays attention to stuff online. Me too. That's true. Radio. Me too. Like we did when we first started getting going again with Jesse. We did. Um, the fundraiser for CGSR, the fun drive. Yes. And they had us on at noon. Me and Jesse drove into the U of A, did a radio show at noon with Mark. Yeah. And that night, the show, we had a whole bunch of door purchases. Like a bunch of people came at the door, and I'm just talking outside, and a guy would people, people come up and go, "Hey, you heard? I heard you on the radio today. That's why I came to the show." I'm like, that's cool, man. Yeah, man. Just CGSR at noon. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. But that's like, the like, isn't that every day? It's the metal hour. No. Well, he was doing. Mark used to do a Soul of the City. Oh, okay. So it was everything music. Oh, okay. And then he happened to do the one day he invited Jesse and I to come. Oh, in nice. And and shoot the shit with him on lo- on on the air, and it was a riot. I mean, holy crap, that man had some of the toughest questions I've ever heard. Really? Oh, his some the one that always sticks out to me, and and, and it was just amazing because he asked about my background in music and about my dad. And, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, all that. And he's like, okay, so your father's a classical musician. All these things, like, how does it make you feel knowing that? Despite all the work and effort and you put into your music, other musical scenes will never recognize you as a real musician because oh, wow. you play heavy yeah. metal. I was just like, holy shit, that's a <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, that's a multiple-layered question. There really is. Yeah. We're, we're nowhere near that just deep. Instantly, you're instantly just like, <laughs> fuck you. Oh, and you don't know what else yeah. to say. Yeah. I think I don't you know. can go screw your house. I'm offended and I don't yeah. know why. <laughs> well, I mean, I it's not. Away, but it, he touched on a good point, and it's yeah. yeah. I don't know it's a good point rather than offensive. You as a metal band, but no, I man. preferred that way. Well, mm. I don't mind. I don't mind. I just find it funny. And like we did that rock and for dollars thing, mm-hmm. yeah, which is so fun because it's just a hoot. That man. looked like a riot, yeah. dude. It's it's just we won twenty five bucks. Like just, it was a, it was a really cool show. Yeah, a lot of guys just supporting each other. Yeah, and yeah. people that were there, nobody was there to listen to metal, yeah. and they were all quite like. 
huh that was not what I thought it would be. Is it like a, like every Monday night? Is it really Monday, a diverse yeah. crowd of yeah. guys who don't realize but, but what no it metal. is? No metal. Like metal is very poorly like uh, like supported there. I don't know. It's not. Yeah. The, no metal bands in the city know about it. I think. But like, they were surprised. Yeah. Uh, you know, they mentioned that too on the uh, when whoever it is who runs the whole thing. He was up in yeah. front of the mic. And he's like, you know, it's a great great show to have the uh, the metal bands come out and blah blah. Yeah, blah, he was happy whatever. to be like we're we want this to happen yeah. more often because it's usually just a lot of the same kind of music, mm-hmm. but they want like, and so I was kind of hoping if we did it, some metal guys would come down like, man, this would be a hoot. Yeah. The only problem is they're going to have to just like, what I love, this is what I love about it is the drummer is just going to have to suck it up and play whatever's available. Cause I just use their kit. Yeah. You can bring some extra shit, but like play a four piece. You'll be fine. It's 15 minutes. I, I, yeah. I think some of the problems is, is unfortunately some of the metal bands maybe take themselves too seriously in the city. Like I agree. I, I definitely eat no, even on stage and you know, on stage, I'll take it a little more seriously. But still, I put it on a show. It's a performance. It's, there's a reason for it, right? Yeah. At that point I put it on a show, but before that I'll take the piss out of my band any day of the week. Oh because yeah. Cause it's mm-hmm. absurd. Uh, heavy metal is absurd. Have fun with it. I mean, think about our very first show together. Oh, yeah. The punk band in there. It was a great crossover show. Yeah, dude. The crowd was a whole mishmash. Yeah. And no one gave a shit. Nope. The whole point of us was to get drunk and have fun. Yeah, and have people like, wow, and that, like, they were cool. Regardless, like, I want everyone just to enjoy what they're watching, not just, like, standing there waiting around and, like, okay, well, that was good. Yeah. yeah. You want to impress people or you want to give them something to draw their attention. Yeah. But you're really personable. I mean, I, I haven't seen with Malice, but I mean, like, you, I can imagine it the same. You're just really personable. Oh, with the I crowd. just, dude, because I just, I mean, I, I, like you said, I take the piss out of it. In yeah. between songs, I'm just saying dumb shit and I'm self deprecating. Yeah, just fucking like, around, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of like, it makes them, like, sympathetic towards you yeah. as a band. They like you. And the next thing you know, you're buddies. If you're yeah. like, hey, our friends are on, this, on stage, you're right? The baby face of the metal scene. Oh, dude, I know. It's <laughs> yeah, hilarious. I it's love, true. That's why I love it. I'm like, I'm, I'm like the least metal looking dude. Even with the beard and the hair and stuff, it was, but I would... I, I think you meant in wrestling terms, though. Yeah. Yeah. But, but without, <laughs> oh, yeah. Without the beard, yeah, without the beard you are a baby face. No, but you're right. That, yeah. I mean, that, but that's a, that's a good way to, to actually say it. Yeah. Is I, I don't... I, I don't know. It's almost like when I'm done singing, I come out of ca- like character, mm-hmm. I guess, because I'm not... It's, but I'll just say something stupid about myself. Well, or, it seems like even your character is just a more happy-go-lucky version of who you always are naturally, yeah. right? So, yeah, that's I mean, true. Not just, it, and well, that's the you're adrenaline. a pretty happy guy anyway. That's the adrenaline. <laughs> and, 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 see, and the see, coke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and see, for me on stage, I go the opposite direction. I get snarlier. I get yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's what, I mean, with, the, with malice. The whole band is is gives that impression, though. That's the good thing. Is you guys are yeah. all portraying that in a unified yeah. way. Yeah. And I mean, like I mean, the makeup and yeah. just, like, the, the speed of what we play. Yeah. Like, when Terry, when we recorded our album with Terry, he was telling us how, like, our average speed for our album was like 200 beats per minute oh wow like well, do, you guys do you, don't slow down anywhere do you like no no man no. you know what i love is like i well, we got to do this when we finally get our fucking shit together obviously but i uh, i actually like fully when i realized that you guys you guys had it on itunes forever yep and i was always listening to just like individual songs and then i just decided to go the whole fucking thing front to back and i'm just like man like it's disappointing to know that the skill level that is in this you can hear in major acts. Yeah. Like you guys are very comparable skill level wise to sign bands, but it's just like, well, what do they need to get there? What do you like? How would, would the right person to see you? Like it's, 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 not, is, it, it's is it like a scout or an agent? Like, yeah. Like, what, is, what it is it? The right person we, we, has to we hear have, it. We have actually shot on. Oh, thank you for the compliment. Actually, there's well, no skill at all. It's a speed. Yeah. I but kid you not, <laughs> I am a lazy basis. Yeah. But dude, this takes skill to, fast. it still <laughs> takes skill to keep that type of like but quality like, consistency. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if that's a met all metal for, it also Regardless. helps having Terry in in getting ready. Studio. Yes, I agree. In getting ready for the, this this show, I went back and like Dan's like, yeah, they're on Bandcamp. So I was just kind of like going through it, and it seems like every song could be any money making major major act. Yeah, that's you guys the, are no different than any other act that's, 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 that that's, makes a lot of money. That was my that was my problem. I listened yeah. to the whole thing front to back. And I'm like, I've heard, I could easily pick ten other albums I've heard. Yeah, uh, the same quality level, the same effort, the same style. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the difference? Like, yep. wh- why aren't why are they touring and making money or making money? Well, quote as, unquote. As an example, like today we were in a, at a we were at a customer's house today, and they were playing. Um, uh, what's it called? All of a sudden, the kid the kid pulls out like a, a ghetto blaster, right. like classic old school CD giant awesome. unit. Nice. Puts it down and cranks it up, and it's a Venge sevenfold. Right. I'm like, well, it's cool that an eight year old is listening to this. Yeah. Like, number one, holy shit. Yeah. But number two, like, I couldn't I couldn't pick. If I didn't know you and hadn't heard your music, and somebody's like, "That's Avenged Sevenfold," and that's with Malice. Yeah, if, if he, just I'd said, assume somebody oh, paid money from, for it. They're from Edmonton. It. Kind they're of from thing. Edmonton. I'd be yeah. like, "Oh, they're from here? Yeah. Fucking, they're pros." I guess is the way it is, right? So yeah, it's like, weird to me that, yeah, like you were saying, it, like what what does it take? Yeah, what I don't understand is what it's like. You've got this. You've got a very a very similar quality level. Yes. in front of you, and yet, well, this is from Edmonton. That's from L.A. or that's from fucking England. Yeah, what's the difference? I, what happened? Yeah, what happened? I think one thing that hurt us. 
I mean, like I said, I, I appreciate all the compliments. Oh, dude. Like, it's, uh, a lot of it also goes to, like, Terry, too, who just Well, yeah. Ter- Terry's dude. amazing. I don't know how... He he, he does not... Let's, like, not, let's compl- explain who Terry is. Terry is uh, basically the guy that records every metal band in the city yeah, now, essentially. He, okay. He's yeah, a sound yeah. sound recording guy? Yeah, the physics lab. Phys- is a it's a physics lab, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. He, he almost acted like he should be credited as a producer on our album because oh, yeah. he, he sat with me because he's a bassist, too, and yeah. made me rewrite all my bass lines. He's like, nope. He's like, you're playing like a bassist now. He's like, I'll show you how to play like a bassist. That's like, awesome. Oh, shit. And he's like, okay. And he worked with us so well, so hard to really. He's not scared to tell you to like do it better. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, right. he'll kick your ass. So we worked our asses off on that one for, uh, we were only in the studio for a week. Mm-hmm. We came in, everything was written, ready to go. Well, you came in loaded, but then you were probably like, well, if there's going to be alterations done, they will be done kind of thing. But yeah, some, actually some songs did actually get changed a little bit. Just, just parts where he, he pointed out we might be punching ahead above our weight class. Oh, so some, there were some parts where we were going faster than we needed to be, yeah. and faster than we could actually manage to keep right. going. Like the, it was burning us out all the that's, time. That's that's good to hear because like that's the thing is like I like Terry is going to be the one that tells you it's okay to play it a little slower. You know, yeah. like yeah, sound, it'll sound better. Well, I mean, he's out the ear for it. Yeah, he knows what you're supposed to be doing as again, as the act that you are. Right? Again, guy that. does not like any forms of metal whatsoever. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. That he wow. Records with him, yeah. but yeah, he doesn't. He's, he's like, not a metal guy at all. Just, no. It's an easy science for him. I think. I think when he looks at metal, it's yeah. a lot easier for him to re- to record and structure and produce it. Yeah. And, like I think the way he computes it in his brain it's simpler than other stuff that takes so much more development to write like a lot of artists they take a lot of time writing that one fucking song with all mm-hmm. the nuances whereas metal has nuances but it's different it's like it's it's built for live that's what i always yeah. say with, with metal is like metal is the opposite of most other music styles other styles yeah. you know they tour to sell the album we use the album to sell the show yeah you know that's what it's going on as you put that's the a album, really cool concept yeah, yeah man you know you, you yeah. it's and that's what we, especially with mouse we always wrote it as if we're playing it live mm-hmm. as if it's you know so that we never had it's over the top parts or extreme parts that, well you're not thinking of right you're not writing it for yourself in a lot of senses you're, you're not thinking well this is how i want it to be and this is my artistic vision it's like we want to write shit that fucks people up yeah that's and basically that's a lot metal. Of, yeah that's exactly yeah. like we you know for us it was pit frenzies like can we get people yeah. be, you know going to town? well you want to get their adrenaline yeah. Can, you get a response? can you get a response? Can you get a response? The worst thing too, that's like metal is probably the hardest group of people to get a response out of. You gotta, you gotta impress you them. You gotta work yeah. hard. And if they're giving you nothing bad, you can't be like, oh, well, the crowd was yeah, it's, like, it's like, you still gotta keep pushing, pushing, yeah, dude, pushing. You gotta just finish. You gotta it's, finish strong. No, it's totally true though. I mean, like, you see that's kind of what happens with Metallica. Like yeah. the same thing, right? Where they went from being the, the they were the baby face. Yeah. And now it's like, fuck, same old, same old. It's like Cena. Like yeah. now you're just giving me the same shit and like acting like it's great. I, I'm not buying well, it, right? The, the 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 one thing I find really funny is it seems like a lot of the mainstream music or mainstream like metal. No, I should say rock looking music. Mm-hmm. It, it's very low skill. Low, like you don't. I'm not knocking it. I'm saying it takes very very minimal effort to write a lot of those songs. Yeah. I think if you broke them down from a musician standpoint, but people are like, but that's what sells. He's, he's holding yeah, a guitar. Yeah. What an amazing musician. Yeah. No. no, and you're right. But that that is what sells to the mainstream yeah. as well. So right? it's easier to impress yeah. mainstream audiences, whereas metal fans, even if they don't know your songs, if you screw up, they know you're screwing up. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and so many of the metal fans are musicians as well. Yes. In exactly. some way, shape, or form. Like, so much of the crowd, even if they're not in a band, they have an instrument somewhere. They yeah. tried working with their instruments. So they're there not just taking in the atmosphere and whatnot, but they're breaking down what you're doing on stage, oh, too. Oh, dude, yeah. Like, there's so much more scrutiny, like, under everything you do. You don't realize it. You know? Yeah. Like, Especially I find in death metal because there's like the tech yeah. death scene now that's that's been created. Yeah, those guys, you know, the tech death guys, just you know, they're insane on stage. <laughs> and when they go to shows, they just watch each other's yeah. hands. Like, it's, yeah. it's what's he doing? Where's he going? It's arms crossed, and they're they might they're not even necessarily upset, but they're just they're intently watching every yeah. note yeah. and it, after, it, every it's movement. It's not a bad thing. That's no. wild, it's man. Just like they're just into it. But you always have those crowds too that you have to fight. Like when we opened for Villainizer. Uh, way what a great name! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rav's band. Oh man, what, that, what a great name! You know, and I, and like I, I would always joke uh, and give like not to Rav's face. I would always give him flack about like, man, you can't fucking rock that terrorist shit. Like he's he's not he's Arab, but he's Arab Christian or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like he's he's not like I don't think he's religiously related yeah. to that stuff. But um, but he used it as a marketing tool and he played up the t- terrorist thing. And on stage, he he goes he has no accent. <laughs> yeah, he goes full his, accent. Uh... Wears a bomb flak jacket. Oh wow! Yeah, you gotta watch but that shit. Watch his YouTube breaking down why he did it 
I yeah, I would it, love to. It was, it was, he did a great interview way back when he first started out. It was sort of like throwing the racism back in its face. Basically, yeah. And That's so, kind of like, cool, yeah. Put a put a mirror up to it. Like, like dude, he much? has a song called the the Twin Tower Two Step. Oh, oh wow. See what I mean? Like, I love it though. It's yeah, that that is ballsy, but man. But if it works, su- he got a ton yeah. of support from the metal scene because they all got it. They were like, we yeah. know it's a gimmick, but he would send it out, and people are like, you're racist as fuck. You can't market. We can't use that. No one wants to see that. Well, it's weird, like how we were talking about earlier, right? Writing a song and making it like a like almost like cleverly racist. Cleverly racist, <laughs> and then like we well we made we made a little like comment about how you, you have a racist comment, and then you it's funny it's yeah. not meant to be racist it's it's very like uh like just clever and under like, under the it's radar just, it's like it's chill out it's but, not you know, harmless you sign Phil's name to the bottom yeah, yeah. Phil Anselmo's name on it right, <laughs> right in the bottom as <laughs> as tag as somebody who is racist he said it yeah it's all it's all his but really you're you're not deflecting as much as you're really trying to make it you're trying to make an issue out of it yeah. you are trying to make an issue out of it yeah. You know, you're not you're not racist. You're just trying to make sure people realize like this shit is actually going on in the world right yeah. now. Mm. It makes everybody uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, it makes people uncomfortable to talk about it. Some guys won't talk about it here, yeah. but at the same time, it's something that should be discussed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it I, kills ignorance. Yeah, and that's that's uh, Rav. I'll always give him kudos for that. Yeah. I've, never, I've never had anything bad to say about Rav. Me neither, I man. Yeah. I think he's a fantastic. He's genius in when it comes to marketing. Yeah. Dude, music. he's a, he he is like he's a, I, and, and his writing was fantastic. Yeah, like, like he was the villainizer stuff was fantastic. Crazy, probably one of the most hardworking guys in the in the Edmonton metal scene until he quit. Right, like yeah. And the thing I find funny is, I told Matt I wa- I, I watched the show. I was blown away. I never, you know, I never actually, I, I won't lie, I've never actually seen a villainizer show. But like, unfortunately, I, I fucking missed so many shows. So I watched that finale show. He went on at 1 a.m., finished to a packed house at 2. Oh, wow. And and the fucking guy blew everyone away. He was an amazing showman. Like, he was a professional. He was crazy. And I tell Matt, I'm like, man, it was fucking packed. She's like, well, we've been around for six years. What the hell is it different? I'm like, because he's worked his fucking balls off yeah. for six and years. He, he's made himself out there. And I mean, yeah. and I had to laugh because I always heard stories about bands who would open for, like, Iron Maiden and whatnot. How, yeah. Like, it was some of the toughest crowds to work with. I remember Henry Rollins always telling stories about when he tour he opened for Iron Maiden once. He's like, it was just miserable because you're the band between the crowd and I and Iron yeah. Maiden. I'm like, oh, oh man, it's so funny. When I did the Villainizer show, it was like that's that. how you yeah. felt. We were what we were the second band on a four band bill, so it was it was Valeria, us, Black Plast- Black, Black Pestilence, and then uh, right. Villainizer, and we were on stage and we played in a great set in my opinion. We worked our asses off. We were the band between the crowd, yeah. And, uh, That's and the rough, ones man. Came to see, and it was a fight. But you know what? It, it, we won a few fans because we worked our asses. You turned off. some heads, man. Like, and it was, and it was part of the the, the peel of, of metal again. Is that sometimes like, things like that, where as a musician, mm-hmm. sometimes having a crowd that doesn't quite react to you is even is just as fun as having a crowd that totally tears it up. For yeah. You yeah, because you have to keep working. You have to keep pushing. You can't sit on your laurels. And yeah. Like, well, the crowd's not into it. Yeah, so I'm, not, I'm, not getting, I'm just going to play I'm around. I'm not feeling make, it, make so my I'm going to just get, get it over no, with. Yeah, yeah, get it over with. The crowd expects it. It's, you know, back to the wrestling. The, I always approach it as like if one person paid their money yep. to see me, I'm giving them yeah. the full Give that the, one person the make, 100%. The makeup, everything yeah. that yeah. I'm going out there. And I do take a lot. Of, I on, For the stage show, I always take a lot of influence. Now, you guys wear a lot of makeup. Not a lot. We just take black and smudge. Yeah, it's almost I totally steal it from Trollfest. That's all right. Nice. Uh, they're, they're, I've been lucky enough that uh, I've become good friends with their guitarist, and they used to always come on stage. With the, well, yeah, I not, saw not them. Corpse paint, just smudge. Yeah. Just a smudge. They were filthy, and I was like, yeah. "That's genius." Well, we were kind of like dirty death metal. Eh, why not? They were here with what? Call is it? Calma that oh that the headline that show was like Calma and Trollfest and someone else. Uh, Trollfest haven't been in Edmonton Who's? since. No, they did. Uh, was Corpolani. it Tro- Oh, is that the other band? They did, they did Corpolani and Sinfurum and. They were here at Union. That was the last time they were here. Who was the one that was at Starlight? And it was Kalma that ended it, I think. Oh, you're thinking of Troll Band. Troll Band. Thank you. Sorry. Troll that, Band. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a local band. They are? That's a oh, local, dude. They did a great like job. Half hmm. members Edmonton, half members Vancouver, I think. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Trollfest are from Oslo. Oh, yes. You oh, well, know, I'm... They're, like, they're, they're, they're Balkan polka metal? Uh, I see. See? Look, look Subgenres, up. man. Subgenres. Balkan, Holy up. shit. You the Balkan region polka metal. I feel like metal is like Reddit. And it's oh, just dude. like, yeah, dude. it's like there's it a main is. page you go to, and everybody goes there. Yeah. And there's a subreddit, so you yeah. get in there, like, holy shit, there's weird, and weird then, crap yeah. under if the. Yeah, uh, like, there's probably a metal band doing it. Yeah, there's yeah, a metal band doing it. Yeah, there's probably pirate something. metal. There's oh, fucking yeah. storm. What was that rule? Rule thirty nine, right? I don't know. The, no, rule thirty four is if it's it exists. There's porn yeah. about it. <laughs> if you, exactly. If you thought about it, there's metal metal invented to honor it. If you have a thought, there's like that rule six six six. I like that. Yeah, dude. Reddit, yeah, coin rules, Reddit yeah, rules subgenre. Yeah. Coined by... Uh, if there's a thing, it's been made by into John a metal here. band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's been made into a metal band. Yeah. Yep. I like Lego. Lego metal. Yeah, Lego metal. <laughs> dude, there's Nintendo core. 
<laughs> oh, wow. Really? Well, I, I don't know a lot of bands that exist. That, like, uh, the yeah. Horse the Band is the only one I'm really... Horse? Uh, oh, horse yeah. the Band. Oh, oh that's, that's an excellent name. Horse uh, yeah, the Band. They put out a single like three years ago, really? I think, maybe. They, mm-hmm. man, iTunes. It's the best way to... It's the best index for... So I use Spotify. I same use Spotify thing. a lot. Yeah. Same shit. I'm just one of those sad Apple users, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck on the I Apple. Will not, I will not openly support Apple, but I will continue using their products until I can't stand can it. Them over until over they die, yeah. yeah. They'll give me free shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. But, that's uh, been a gimmick here for a while. But yeah, to get free yeah. stuff. That fucking, yeah, Nintendo Core. It was so funny because it essentially sounds like old 8-bit music mixed in with harder metal, like metalcore-ish or breakdown that, stuff. That's a cool concept, man. It, it is actually um, pretty clever. I don't know if you ever got into like, uh, like was it EP, Electrical Playground? Oh, yeah. oh wait, like oh, yeah. yeah, from much music. Victor Lucas. Uh, no, Victor Lucas. He yeah. was he was on City and A Channel oh, for a yes. long time. I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. Great yeah. show. He's still yeah. He's it's got the web show now. Yeah. It's still really good. Yeah. But uh, Sean Hatton was big into that. He wrote a lot of eight bit music for lots of stuff. Oh, okay, very oh, yeah, Scott Pilgrimy things. The, yeah. Oh, cool. Chip Tune. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which it's I love. Really cool, I love Chip Tune stuff, man. Yeah. It's so funny. I, I definitely will have that, or my new thing I love listening to at work because I can't listen to metal all the time. Or yeah, I go insane, and I work in an office with students. So yeah, sometimes I can't. Have oh, dude, I agree. I've had months where I won't even listen to anything yeah. metal, and it's mm-hmm. like I'm draw, I'm going all over the map because I just need to hear something different. Well, you know? one I listen yeah. to a lot of now is, is Outrun music. Outrun music. What does it sound so like? The video Outrun- game. Yeah, it's, it's very similar. Yeah, <laughs> oh, really? It, it, like the tempo and like the structure of it? Yeah, it's 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 not chip tune, but it's like eighties eighties Miami tunes. Right. So I like, know what you it, mean. Yeah, yeah so I know yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like that was a good description. Yeah, it's like eighties Miami tunes. It's tunes. That's <laughs> so good I enough. Yeah. I was like the intro to any action movie back in the eighties. Yeah, uh, I buy that. Or actually, Stranger Things is a great example that yeah, exactly survive mm-hmm. would be considered an outrun band. Oh, an outrun band. Of, yeah. Okay. Well, like uh, Kung Fury. Yes, the uh, Kung Fury was all the, that, right? The dragon, yeah. the uh, dragon, Blood Dragon, Blood Dragon, Far Cry Blood yeah. Dragon from last oh, episode. Yeah, that, that was uh, very campy, outrun yeah. looking kind of. Yeah, stuff. Very cool a whole stuff. Music style. And actually, I tried getting some. I know someone in Edmonton who can DJ it. He, oh, he's a huge. That's incredible. And I was trying to get Denizen Hall to host him. Well, oh, that'd be right up their alley, because, dude. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, I thought. You would think, yeah. With the arcade there, David would have done it. Mm-hmm. That's the thing is, Dave. I pushed on Dave like, Dave, give him a Wednesday night. He'll fill the room. Guarantee. I'll get you a full Wednesday night. Yeah. Make this happen. Dave loved it. He pushed it to the other managers. They said, no, Yeah. David was the kid that would take that's chances rough, and shit like that, yeah. man. Yeah. Dude, he would probably. I bet you if you talked to him about doing it at Nightjar, he would do it. I don't know if it would fit Nightjar, though. Yeah, but do they. Do you, they do a lot there? of weird stuff. Have, yeah, yeah, but have you been there yeah. on the weekends, though? It's essentially. I sadly just, have not been there yet. It's not. It, okay, the place is great. Go on board game night. You'll have a better time. Wednesdays yep. are board game night now, mm-hmm. which is, is only the second time they've done it. It's doing better, but. Honestly, it's essentially just top forty club DJ on Friday, Saturday nights. Yeah. So I'm like I'm saying that the uniqueness of it is lost because all they're doing is the same DJing again. Yeah. But the bar itself has so much potential that it's it's going to grow. It does. I, I mean, it's, it's a like nice location and uh, things that you should and promote. Dave, a lot of weird Dave stuff. Himself yeah. Will make it grow. Dave. Dave. I thought we saw was a was a marketing genius. Dude, I mean, he he's such a on, on Dennis. Like, dude, he's such first, a smart kid. Yeah. We went there. Marie and I happened to stumble in there. That with the second week they were open, parked ourselves at the uh, by a table. And he wanders over shots. He's like, hey, what's going on? Yep. Hey, what do you think of this place? How do you think of this? What do you think of this? And all of a sudden, we're, we're buddy buddies. Yeah. And we're coming back all the time. And I'm sure maybe it started off as like, oh, I can get bring him back in. But it actually developed a really good friendship. Well, he, he sees similarities, right? And the thing is, that's, that's what I found so impressive about David. It could be completely empty in there. Five mm-hmm. people will walk in. He'll, they'll have the best time of their lives. Because yep. he'll yeah. be like, I'm going to make them party. Yep. He yep. did that on a Tuesday night. A limo pulls up with 10 people. And he, he the guy comes in. It was dead in there. I was visiting him. It was so fucking empty. And he's like, oh, man, a limo. Okay, weird. And they show up, and the guy, the first thing the guy says, man, this is the bar I told you guys about. This place oh, fucking wow. rules. Nice. So David walks right over. He's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Let's party, you know? Just he, made their he day. Made everything. Oh, yeah, he makes everything. I remember was it on our, at my wedding. We were driving around doing the photos, whatnot. And he's like, oh, stop by Dennis. And, yeah. we, and we wanted to because we wanted to get photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We show up. He's got it was like three platters of food ready to go. Really? Drinks That's so cool. up for everyone. I'm like, oh, what do we owe? At the end, he's like, on me yeah, the wedding gift to you guys don't worry about it. you're like he just he knows how to run a bar yeah. he knows how to get new customers he knows how to keep those new customers yeah. like and we've like, known and lots he, of guys who and he turned it into more of a friendship right it wasn't yeah. like oh this guy's yeah. i can get money out of this guy mm-hmm. he, and he, I never but that's anyone. why you go back yeah. yeah and i never knew anyone who went there when he was around did yeah didn't have fun yeah. he knows how to eat no matter how busy he is he'll still take at least five minutes to come by say hi yeah see what's going on have a laugh with you and then he'll keep running around being 
chicken with his head cut yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, And it's just insane. Yeah. But, uh, no, he's one of those kids you saw grow up in the bar, and you're glad that he got to where he got to. Because, he, man, there's a lot of shitty guys in the same position. Oh. The porter becomes a bartender, gets jaded, gets enough cash from some friends to open a bar, and yeah. just doesn't give a shit. Then develops a crippling coke addiction because yeah. they, they, they just, for some reason, do. Then he's <laughs> he's quiet on Tuesday night. Is there something you're not telling us? No. I just <laughs> like coke, drugs, The man. coke's just, coming up a lot I with just, Dave. I just love drugs. I just like to get I'm really late for the Donald Trump sniffles. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, how many was it? Like thirty-six? Uh, was it at the debate? I was watching Raw. Yeah, he was. was yeah. That, is that what it was? I was watching the, the Man, other scripted. The other script. <laughs> Did you uh, okay, lowest you, ratings have, of the year? Have you Second ever seen lowest that, ever, uh, that meme of Macho Man of all his breathing in really fast condensed into thirty seconds? Yeah, I have seen that. Someone it's condensed really his good. sniffles into the same way. It's That's it's fantastic. the the breath before he really lets yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's man, so good. I laugh every time I watch that. How could you not like? I, I don't know why. Like, I, why wrestling isn't as more mainstream than it is? As it is already getting there. It's such a simple to enjoy concept, form of man. entertainment. Yeah, like it's so easy to enjoy. I think you know what? Actually, at, on, at the expo, PWA did two panels. Oh, and, really? And one of the panels, there was a, sort of a behind the scenes of the production side of things. But someone asked, "What happened? Why? Why do you think it's? Because I mean, it is a cyclical business. Yeah, go up mm-hmm. and down, for sure. Why is it crashed? Or why do people respond so negatively sometimes? And one wrestler put it past. He's like, once upon a time, it was taken very seriously. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Until the curtain was sort of pulled back and Vince McMahon sort of revealed it was it was a show because he didn't want to pay um, uh, athletic fees. That's right, yeah. And he pointed out, it was like, some people just feel um, betrayed by it. Oh. That he pulled... You know the curtain back too far. And yeah, I do. Now you see the man yeah. behind the curtain, and so yeah. you f- people felt betrayed. Yeah. Uh, so that's why he, that's his theory behind why some people sort of feel you know cranky towards pro wrestling, even though they watched it as a kid. Yeah. I can't find anyone who didn't watch it growing up. Oh in man, some way. everybody watched it. But uh, but no, you're right though, because like yeah. I hate shows like Ride Along. Like I don't want to see that. See, I don't mind Ride Along. I don't because I. What's Ride Along? Well, they have like three guys in the car together, but is like it, you'll is it wrestling. Yeah, they'll, they'll, oh, okay. they still it's drive from yeah, traveling to, with each other. They still drive location. Oh, location, so, right? yeah, but see, I think that that's them trying to make a, make money off of the whole reality gimmick. The yeah. No, no, show gimmick. but I can't watch the Miz and Dolph go at it on Monday night, and then Monday after Raw, right along with Dolph and the Miz in the car together. Yeah, like man, uh, yeah, like I'm not saying I it's a good it thing. More because when you realize. Because the best friends are always the best opponents. The, no, it's true. And because they'll know each other, and they'll also pull less punches. Yeah. Yes. So would you like when you watch those two? They have the best matches together. They do. Yeah. And when you watch closely, they're connecting a lot more than they normally would. Oh no! Right? Like because it it'll it's like Cesaro and Sheamus. What was it? They'll clobber each other. They beat the hell out of each other because they can. Yeah, yeah they understand what they can take, right? They, not only that, but they can go and one can buy the other one a drink afterwards. Going, yeah. Sorry about that one tooth. But I'm cool yeah. with that. So yeah. when we were kids, we used to go watch at the forum and whatnot, and like Red Deer and over here in oh, town. Yeah. And you would go and, and watch them fight and do whatever. And then you go to the small local restaurant down the street. And there you got like Jimmy Snooka having lunch or fries. Yeah, yeah. One of the, what's it called? Who are those two? The Bushwhackers. Yep. Like, come on, man. Yep. Like, come on. Well, that, and back in the <laughs> day, that, that fucked people up. But I, I know, I'm not, I, I say that the sad fact is this ride along show is just them trying to make money on another genre. It's another aspect oh. of, of what they do. Ghost is here. Oh, we got a ghost. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he'll, he'll get in. Yeah. The mountain layer has a uh, a self serve door. The volcano <laughs> layer. Thank the you. volcano. Yeah, the volcano so layer. We just lie and tell everyone it's in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. No. No, it's a lot of green screen to make it look like a normal suburban basement. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but really, we're in a mountain layer. Yeah. I wonder why I had to drive so bloody far. Yeah, yeah. uphill. <laughs> yeah, it's actually augmented reality. You don't realize you're driving like on an island now. I noticed mm-hmm. something I noticed something going funny with my car's uh, clock. Yeah. I, I thought someone was a little I yeah. thought it was just the aliens you're, again. I was like, ah, well, No, not this time. No, no. <laughs> you're at a have, geographical center point. We have amazing <laughs> high deck technology to mask this place. <laughs> Truth. Is he out there right now? I think so, yeah. I was just gonna tell him to knock and Yeah, that's fine. He can he can knock up there and hit the big red button. It'll it'll slide open and let him in. Uh, he's a wrestling fan too, or not so much? Uh, you know, it's never really come up. I wonder if he is. Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out. As we'll goes. find out when he comes in. I don't think he is at all. <laughs> yeah, not even he's a like one bit. of those guys. Or uh, if he's like, no, I don't watch that shit. That would be yeah. like, oh yeah, okay. He'll straight up tell you, and the conversation, the conversation will end. That's, that's, like, that's, it's that's a, a dead, done. dead stop. No, I'm done talking about it because yeah. I don't watch that shit. Oh, one fun combo uh, with the, the metal and the wrestling is I've been actually talks with PWA of trying to help work with them to start writing. Uh, personalized some storylines or walkout music walk-out oh music dude that's such a great idea cool, man, yeah. I know I, th- I talked to them because they were saying how they want to start doing because right now they just use the recording yeah. wh- of whatever whatever they can get a hold of for themselves right wh- yeah whatever's popular whatever they like and they'll just they, play, they pay so can fees anyway so like okay we can use oh, okay. licensed music mm-hmm. but they want to have like specialized music for each show that they do and, every, and for the different wrestlers and oh so for each event and stuff yeah so I was talking to them over the weekend it's like well my 
band one band is about to close up so i have a little bit more free time so if you need it i'm sure i could find musicians who will jump on that in a heartbeat just writing stuff you know like we just sit down with the wrestlers and and i i would have that for me that would be like a dream gig like i have to compose music for pro wrestling yeah dude oh shucks yeah darn eh? yeah that's really cool i gotta combine my two favorite hobbies darn (laughs) (laughs) yeah lame yeah because I never would want to go any further behind the scenes in a pro wrestling thing. I would never want to lose the magic. Like I know the I know a lot of the guys in the city, and I know the referee and, and the owner. But when I go to a show, I still prefer being a ticket pay, you know, a, a ticket yeah. buyer, and just enjoy. Yeah, the, man, the you, ma- just, you, you just you know, just want to watch. Shut down, suspend, just, you know, belief for a little bit. Just it's 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 it's, it's magical. And yeah. I don't like it's like with some bands, you know, when they when they're masked. I don't want to know who they are behind it. Yeah, dude, that's fair. You know, like a band like Ghost. I don't want to know. Who yeah, they are you don't want. It. Yeah, it's it's. It's who they are on stage. That's who they are. Exactly. End of story. Moving on. Like so Kiss that. taking the paint off. <laughs> that that <laughs> whole album where they took their paint off and it was awful. Everyone yeah. was like, "Yeah, that's weird, man." Gross. Nobody wants to see the, Paul Stanley without his makeup. The music wasn't even as good. No, no Paul Stanley's weird. Uh, yeah, the music wasn't even great. You know, it's not even well, good because they're not into it. it. I, well, now. yeah, sorry. Lick, lick it up, up was good. Terrible. But that was some good cheesy ass shit. So we should uh, we should reiterate yes. that the show yes. is on October eighth. October eighth. Rendezvous Pub. Rendezvous Pub. Where is this? We have a location. Uh, okay, is it 149th Street? Yep, and Stony Plain Road. Yes, and Stony Plain Road. Cool, right on. Yeah, in the strip mall. Yeah. In the strip yeah, mall. In the strip mall. Best place for a. Yeah, uh, they have VLTs. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> rock. <laughs> they got VLTs. They do. Metal on the weekends. VLT Sports Lounge. The rest of the week. We're week's. gonna rock this place so hard. We'll write a song like "Smoke on the Water" about it. Yes. It's yes. gonna melt yeah, it's the building be, down. It's gonna be fantastic. I mean, all the bands. Yeah. We picked. Uh, I mean, originally for the fifth anniversary because they're all friends. We could have if we picked all the bands that were friends with. The, we would have been a festival. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. We've been lucky enough. You guys, you guys have done friends. really well. Like. That's cool, man. A scene-supported band kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. We've been – like, I, I totally count the, the blessings on that. Like, we've been so well-supported. But, yeah, we had to have you guys, Black 13. Oh, yeah, dude. We would love that because you know, that was just – the first guys we gigged with again with when we got Jesse. And yeah, when you reformed. Was, you know, Tales of the Tomb have become very, very close friends. They're nice. on the show with us. And then Sentient from Calgary we have coming up. Oh, okay, cool. So it's four bands, then? Yeah, it's a four-band bill. That's cool. Yeah, so – I don't we, think I've seen Sentient yet, actually. Oh, man, hmm. you're in for a treat. Nice. Holy – they're some of the most punishing thrash you're going to yeah. deal with. And they come out with these like fantastic like paintball helmets on. They look Re- like from Army of Two. Really? Oh, that's great. It's a three-piece band. They have the helmets on. They start up the set like that, and it is just like just punishing. Nice for a three-piece Good stuff. band. Uh, I I love those guys. You guys that's gonna awesome. dress up? We don't, man. We don't. Come dress on, up. do something. We don't dress Actually, up. Come, do come on. You know what? Uh, It'll the be guys great. From Tides of Karen. Where they the were, yeah, yeah. Where the Shira? Oh, costume? totally, man. That'll that'll that, that'll never get used again after that show. It'll no. be so trashed. The guys from Tides of Care are coming wearing wigs to look like Jesse. Oh, really? And they're gonna stand at the front of the stage and pull their hair out when he pulls his because our singer pulls his hair out yeah. on stage. He's very like, he's very he theatrical. Crazy. And he will break his head open on stage yeah. too. Like he'll just punch himself and bust himself. All right then. Um, he's pre- he's pretty good at like he's, showing he's, he's crazy, showing up. Man. Crazy Frenchman. Excellent crazy spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. You want to show? Come see this. Yeah. He's gonna hope, maybe he'll knock himself out. <laughs> you never know, but he might. Yeah, um, be one way to end last song. Yeah, Last please song. don't, but song. hopefully he does. Yeah, he shattered his leg at one show. Yeah, that's, that's true. Right. So on purpose? No, no, oh. in the mosh pit. Oh, good lord! Yeah, he's got bo- he's got plates up in there. Secretly, kind of hoped it was on purpose. No. <laughs> oh yeah, our singer broke his leg at a show. And it's like on stage. On like, stage. You're sick. Like we're the death metal guys, yeah. and you're hoping he slapped his leg yeah. with a cinder block. Yeah. Right. Sadly, no. Sadly, no. But yeah, there you go. Grab a wig and dress up with the guys from Tides of Care and Jesse. <laughs> there you go. Just stand at the front of the stage. And Actually, yeah, I'll already be done. I'll be done exhausting the fuck out of myself. You're so the I'll first have to band up. You'll have lots of time yeah, to recoup. Yeah, that's true. You have lots of time to recoup. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> that's <laughs> true. You have no excuses. No. Nope. See, the to, tales to of the guys are right before us, so they'll be bagged. Okay, fair enough. They're just mad... Mad yeah, those guys are good too. Actually, I is really it all like roughly like the same type of genre, or like four different genres of metal? Uh, it's uh, each are loosely connected. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. The, the like, loosely, I think the, the general flavor is the same. Yeah. I think yeah. The, the, the running theme is just every band is punishing. It's just heavy as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you guys have that, that just that thunder of a sound. Yeah, we're just the noisier we are, the less people can hear our mistakes. That's how we balance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and, and sentient are just yeah, are punishing with their yeah, view. and then just Tales fast the onslaught. T- yeah, and then tales of the tomb are just uh, the, the, they call themselves murder metal in a sense. Okay, it's because all their songs are based around actual serial killers. Right. Cool. Uh, yeah, they have some, and their stuff is just fantastic. Yeah, thunderous as well. Not actually, I wouldn't say they're the heaviest band, but they're tight. Yeah, like they just, just yeah, their changes are really nice. And awesome. And his six string bass just. Oh, yeah. That's my mind. That's awesome. I, I watch him play. I'm like, I quit. 
and we've had a great time, man. So Actually, anytime yeah, you want, awesome. you come on back whenever you want. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Promote we, whatever you want to do over here, man. The, the, the Thursdays, like, shoot the we'll yeah. just shoot the shit. I'm looking for a wrestling guy. Yeah. So I'm always. That's the thing. It's like none of us have that type of relationship with and him. It so fucking he, burns me he needs, up, man. He's a wrestling guy. There you go. Oh. Now, now you have a wrestling Destroy guy. Yeah. I do, man. I can get you some PWA guys if you want. To. That would be killer. I'll get, I'll get uh, Boris, their P- production guy. We're always right. looking for new new people to come on the oh, show and and talk shit. I've actually got a new a new guest coming in next Thursday as well, which is a surprise for you guys. Oh, you guys it? aren't here next Thursday. Well, I can be. Take the night off. Oh, fine. Ah, oh, fine. John, awesome. Thanks for coming down, man. Thanks a ton. And uh, you have an in Instagram, do you? Yes, uh, Johnny Iron Fist on Instagram, Johnny Iron Fist on Twitter. If you want to find me on Facebook, John Sheeman. Yeah. Cool. There It'll all be in the links below, then, descriptions. There we go. Yeah, with Malice Band for now. Yeah. Until yep. the show. Cool. Yep. And then whenever the new one starts up. I'll yeah, exactly. Nice. Put that out everywhere. Sweet. At Handsome Dan. Yeah. Already always. at No Feel Monster. Yeah. Nice. That's my other Instagram handle that I have not started yet for no reason. I don't even know why we're doing it. He's got four followers, though. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, I'm <laughs> there isn't even a picture on there yet. 